Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products. Plus, they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. Hello and welcome to The Nightcap. Myself and Paul are upstairs at Salt. It's Wednesday the 28th of February. We are having a beer and a catch-up today though because we've got another recording tonight. Love these week night recordings. Yes, we haven't got a beer. We need to order one oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's pause and we'll go and order the beers. <laughs> How's it going mate? You good? Good. Yeah, good. Nice busy night tonight. Yeah, Excellent. good guest on. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Not mentioning names. Yeah, I love that little, especially when I get here in the evening, that little buzz downstairs. Yeah. I love that. It's really yeah. nice. It's nice. You never get bored of that in the industry, that, that buzz. Really? The, yeah, when the guests come and that. It's like, you yeah. know, in, in like musicians or maybe sports people, they always say like, if you don't get nervous before the show, even if mm. you're cold playing, you've been doing it 20 years, whatever, you know, it's time to hang it, hang it up or whatever. Is that the yeah. same with chefing industry? Do you think if you um, ever, ever don't get that buzz, that buzz before a I, I, I think when you don't get that buzz or that, because it does happen, you don't get that buzz or you don't get the um, straight nerves or, or adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. That that means you, you're getting complacent, I mm-hmm. think, rather than... Fair. You need to hang it up. And sometimes you have to really try and manifest it and have to push it with a team. If it's a quiet night yeah. uh, and it's been a shit day, mm-hmm. just getting that buzz back. It's it, tough. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. it's so relentless. Exactly. And the biggest problem, I must have spoken about it on here, biggest problem with youngsters is when it's quiet and they fucking switch off and they get complacent. And they're yeah, like yeah. cocky, like that's only two. Yeah, cocky. Only yeah. two or three tables, in it? Like, yeah. And they're in the shit. Because yeah. I, I leave that. I won't do that. I do that to order. Fucking hell, I've got loads on the go. It's funny you have to that, isn't the it? same. It's like even another sports analogy. We should have like a little gong every time a sports analogy comes up in this podcast. But it's like even at professional level football or whatever, mm. it's amazing how many how many FA Cup upsets there are and mm. stuff. Because it's not just about one team overperforming the lesser team. Yeah, but it's so even professionals they can't quite switch that mindset of oh it's only Sutton Coldfield tonight or it's yeah. only blah blah blah. It's well, like an, Stone an or England what, friendly. Yeah, like yeah, it must be hard. Like you play in a World Cup final, or you play in a friendly. You yeah. can play the same team exactly, and mindset. St- the drive isn't there. Yeah, the complacency sets in. Cause you're a bit like, oh, I'm above this. So yeah, and a Wait lot of it's subconscious. Yeah. Bet, isn't it? yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. No, no, well, this, you know, more psychologists than sport. Just, yeah. It's not even, not even about ability, isn't it? Just mm. mindset. So much, yeah. Uh, okay, on today's podcast, we've got correspondence, got top fives as always, but Paul's been out eating at a couple of lovely places of late. Firstly, yeah. wanted to pick your brains about Pearly Queen down in Yeah, I went, it was actually January I went, um, but we just hadn't discussed yeah, it here. I think because we missed a week pod and then mm. we'd done other stuff and there was loads to talk about. Yeah. Um, like regarding Michelin, I think that's why it was. Of course. Um, 
Yeah, so when I was down for some meetings and I went with um, the PR for Grassfed, we just went out for dinner. We were in Shoreditch way, so having some drinks. So yeah, I messaged Tom and we got a table there and it's fucking lovely. Very nice. sort of it's not style. not open long, is it? No, one? I think it was towards the end of last year. Yeah. Um, and the sort of style of it, in terms of its layout of menu is very similar to Cornerstone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those small plates, um, fish heavy, great oysters. And one thing they've become known for, which they've really pushed themselves, is a buffalo oyster. Okay. And you know I love yeah, a buffalo love sauce. Buffalo wing sauce. So it's a deep fried oyster and it's crispy as fuck. Yeah. Buffalo sauce, like it's covered in it. And then um, ranch dressing and oh my God, it's wow. good. It's that does really sound good. Immense. Do you think, can, can, they, can the oyster always take all that? The, the cooking of it, the deep frying of it, all the sauce. Yeah, can it oyster... can. I mean, you're not going to get as much flavor as when you mm. just, you know, Chuck go classically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it holds up. Mm. It holds up and it's Lovely. delicate enough under there. And it, it's more, as well, it's textural. Yeah. And it was hot, I assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah lovely. You think about it in a way that like chicken wings covered in buffalo. So chicken doesn't have a huge amount of flavor. Mm. The wings, so it's more textural about the wings and you get the flavor of the sauce. Yeah, yeah, um, lovely, yeah. Especially with buffalo because that's the flavor that you get in and the ranch or whatever of blue cheese people have with it is yeah. sort of the creaminess that's cutting through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nice. no, no, it worked, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a fair few dishes, lovely fish dishes. Um, Beautiful cord, cured gurnard. Um, what else did we have? We had a mackerel dish, which is known for where you get a whole fillet of mackerel, like all sort of fanned oh, around. That, that looked beautiful. I saw that. Saw you post that. that yeah, stunning. Yeah, so simple on the plate, but striking. And they all, it all looked fucking amazing, to be honest. Great all of food, it and you know, nice, simple, pure, good ingredients, and like lovely dessert, which was just. Um, it's basically sticky toffee pudding, but it's um, a little bit of a lighter version, like a beautiful um, toffee sauce. The individual little madeleines, mm. so creamy, lovely madeleines, yeah. but they're baked in, rather than a classic madeleine shape, they're scallops. Ah, brilliant. Shell, and so then just some clotted cream. Like simple, but just good. Mm. You can tell that Tom is like, because obviously he was a product of the environment down in Cornwall where, you know, <laughs> Rock and yeah. Nathan and, and all that stuff. That when, when, Some of those dishes, obviously he's not emulating what Nathan's doing, but you can just see that. The philosophy and The philosophy is there. and stuff. Exactly. You can see that on the plate and... Uh, just an expert in fish exactly sort of become. It's, it's, so does he cook there he was or, there the night he's between the two at the okay moment. got you that's cool so he's got a good team at Cornerstone so he can be there more because I texted him and he was like I don't know if I'm there tonight he wasn't <laughs> sure where he was going to be and I walked in and he was on the pass oh that's so cool <laughs> yeah pushing on yeah oh, oh yeah gotta check it out that's definitely one for the books and then also you were at a you said you went somewhere for Sunday lunch but I'd never heard of this place yeah only opened last week um, right so Sam Emma and Andrew Sheridan is actually is on Great Wish Menu this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So they own, they used to own Craft and Eight in Birmingham. Uh-huh. They've moved it to Liverpool now. So they've got about eight and they've got Oxa, which is more Wirral. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've just opened a pub in Sutton Coalfield. So I think it's not far from where Sam lives. Amazing. Like Andrew's um, Liverpudlian and obviously based up there, but he's come and sort of took over food. They've, um, yeah, it's a, you go, it's like a walk-in place. So you go... F- through this like long drive down to this lake and the pub's on the lake. Wow. And they've turned it into a lovely pub restaurant, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not a drinker's pub. It's um, yeah, really well designed. We were sat on the, the Blanquette where there's the you know, massive lake behind you. Beautiful. It feels like you're abroad. Yeah. On a sunny day, it'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. At Sunday lunch, three courses, 35 quid. Wow. Good standard as well. Yeah, yeah that's good, amazing. tasty food. 
um, yeah, we just had a bit of a walk as well, a couple of glass of wine, and yeah, it's lovely, like well worth a visit. The Brace Bridge, it's called Brace Bridge in Sutton Coldfield. But sounds banging. <laughs> yeah, I, I I took Marie out. Uh, mm. I don't think I've told you this. Um, so as an apology, <laughs> oh fuck, it's my idea. I was like, look, I take it because I ruined a weekend the weekend before. Oh shit! Inadvertently, I right. flooded her downstairs in her house. Yeah, no, it felt no. fucking awful. How did you awful. do that? So I was there. It was like I think it was like the Thursday night, not last week, week before. Um, I always take a big glass of water with me, bed with me every night, even yeah. though I don't drink it. I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah a comforter. Yeah. Um, and I'd been up to the toilet before. I went to wash my hands, and the tap was doing that gurgly thing. Yeah, and so I come downstairs. Oh, the tap's not working. So oh, yeah, the the water's going off or something. They're fixing something, and then. There was still a bit coming out, so I went to get my glass of water. Yeah. Nothing come out at all, and then I've done turned the hot one on. Um, quickly got some out of that, yeah. and then that was gurgling. Uh-huh. Left it, gone to bed. Seven in the morning, she gets up before me. She goes downstairs. She comes up. So downstairs is flooded. I was like, what? What's happened? So the tap was on full. So what? Obviously, because there's no water coming out of it, my head's telling me it's off. Oh so I hadn't hadn't moved it back. It's yeah, one of them. Shit. It moves. Yeah, yeah of course. What, Ninety degrees. Yeah. Oh, man. But it was on full. There was no blockage and there was no plug in it, but it was on that powerful that it's just overflowed. So kitchen was like sort of inch the most it could be, which is it's gone into the dining area. Uh, it's gone into the living room and then it's gone down the corridor to the other living room door. So it's attacked both sides. Oh and we're there God, like mate. treading on towels and fucking wringing them out and then oh she's messaging God. people to get a vax to fucking uh, oh suck mate, it all I up. Literally. Is this like a work day? Is this like yeah, a this work? was a work day. It was a Friday and I had to get... No. Where was I going? No. I had to get somewhere and she had to get to work. So we're doing what we can. She was a bit late for work. Oh, and then she got home later. She got the vax. She took about, I don't know, several litres of water out with the vax and it was still not good enough. So she had to take the carpet up Hang the carpet. Like, this get, gets worse. Get two dehumidifiers in the oh, living room shit. and and a heater, and then vax the underlay. And the dehumidifiers were basically on until I think the Monday no. from the Friday night. No, and, uh, no, no. And it must have took twenty odd liters of water out plus. And oh I was fucking mortified. Like, oh shit! Mate. I was like, look, any. Th- I don't know who I feel worse for. I mean, probably Marie. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it is that just sense of fucking dread. So it, she wasn't doing much that weekend, but like her living room was topsy turvy. She had the carpet just draped over stuff, and I was like, she kept sending me photos. I felt so bad. Oh, like, I mean, mate. it's a shit. It's my fault. <laughs> um, so I was like, look, just anything. Like, I know you're on a water meter. If there's any higher cost electrics for all that, I'll, I'll pay. If you need a new carpet, that's my responsibility. I said, I don't want you to worry about anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, yeah. Yeah, he said, that's on me. I'm yeah. accountable. Yeah, of course. And then I said, look, look, because we haven't been out for dinner or lunch for ages yeah. or Sunday lunch. I said, look, you've ruined your weekend. I'll take you out Sunday. We'll have a nice Sunday lunch. Nice. And oh. I spoke to Sam and they were open. I said, oh, we'll go there. He's got a new place. So yeah. Took her there. <laughs> okay. No fucking mate, nightmare, mate. Is, It's a good reason to take Marie out for sure. But. Yeah. That is just And she had to get a carpet fitter out, come out Monday to refit the carpet in. So to pay him some cash, which wasn't much, but I was like, look. Like all the skirtings. Skirtings okay. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Don't. She's going to check that now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh... oh, mate. Well. It was even in, like the cupboard underneath. I don't know how it had got, it must have gone over. The cupboard underneath the sink and the one to the side. The slow cooker's in there Mm. and that was full. Of water, so I'm gone su- in. the amount. I'm surprised it didn't wake you guys up. 
I know. Like, because you the- walk downstairs, you just hear <laughs> the tap was still like power, <laughs> jet washing out, <laughs> pressure washer. <laughs> I oh, know, and I've, I no. turn it on now. Like when I've been there, I like turn it on full and walk away. It's a little joke. Right? <laughs> <laughs> too, soon. Like, too soon, too soon. <laughs> Give it a year. <laughs> oh, mate, bless you. Well, yeah. um, she had to ladle water out of the slow cooker before she could lift it. It was that full. <laughs> I know. Oh. I don't do shit like that. And no, I just, no. oh yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? Because nothing's coming out. Yeah, when you. And there was part of me, like, just this part inside, it wasn't me actively thinking this, but I was just like, oh, please say one of the kids went downstairs, tried to get some water, and then, then it's on them. Yeah. They can pay for it. <laughs> it's just that bit of, I don't know, you're like thinking... In denial, oh, aren't you? In like, denial, no. like, oh. like, there must be a way out of this. Yeah, someone else could have done this. Maybe there's a chance. The wet bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> They're the sticky bandits Yeah, the sticky bandits now. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, bless you all. Shout out, Marie. I'm sure. Is everything like back to normal now? I think so. Is it? Great. Yeah, I think it's all right. Looks fine. Well, at least you got a lovely Sunday lunch out of it. Maybe you wouldn't have gone. Think of it that. You wouldn't have experienced that lovely Sunday lunch. Yeah, we would have put it off. At Bracebridge. You wouldn't have gone. So you'd have put it off. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. Where do we go from here? Um, (laughs) Got some bits of correspondence. So let's get into a couple of those, shall we? First one is from Anonymous because they say, please do not disclose my identity. Always an anonymous sign. I think I have an average CV from the last 10 years working at hotels, small fine dining restaurants, have recently started my own company and I'm using the agency to top up my pay. Obviously, when being paid to work like that, you turn a blind eye to what goes on in some of the kitchens. However, I do like to take photos of some cowboy stuff just to see what I can see. We'll keep you guys updated on my travels through agency kitchens. I've attached a photo here below of herb oil. And then, oh, I mean, it looks disgusting. Have you, have you seen it? I've seen the photo. Oh yeah. my god! Uh, he says, uh, "Never have I ever found brown herbs." Then a picture of the bottle and a month's date on it, which he's referring to. I think if I zoom in, it says best before the tenth. So it was, it was bottled on the tenth of Feb and can be used up until the tenth of March. Yeah, is that right? Is that well, what this is saying? That's what that's saying. Yeah, I mean, now there is like. I know what the chef... I mean, it's disgusting, and he's right to send it to us. It, it just looks like a bottle. It's one of those little squidgy bottles, sort yeah. of see-through, and it just looks like it's tar. Brown fuck, it's just yeah. brown tar. So there is a lot of sort of things around that They'll be thinking, oh, it's just oil. It's not going to go off. We'll put a month's date on. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we make green oils here, but there is a lot of legislation around herb oils. Is there? Because you can get food poisoning, and it can be really bad. Oh, shit. I can't remember the name of it. Somebody will have to tell me. I'll look later. But it's a waterborne... Um, Food poisoning. Fuck. So you blanch your herbs, right? Ring them out. There's always going to be a little bit of water content in there. You blend them up with your oil, and make a lovely oil, and you let it sit. And naturally, you're going to get this, because obviously oil mm. sits above water, you're going to get this tiny bit of water at the bottom. Yeah, That's oh. a breeding ground. Oh, I bet. So you Suspect. have to remove that water content. There's many ways you can do it. Yeah, and actually, then you how do get. You do that? Um, so I'll, you can basically, you can blanch your herbs, then dehydrate them. Right. Dehydrate them. We used to do it here, but um, you dehydrate them just for a little bit on a low temperature, and then you blend them into your oil. I was finding it was losing a touch of flavor, so we stopped that. Uh, but then you've, there's no water content, so you're just getting this beautiful oil. Mm-hmm. Um, you can let it sit in um, a vacuum pack bag 
and then you, again it drops to the bottom you nick the bottom oh, of course. the bottom falls out and then you you've close off so you've just got oil yeah nice um and then other things you can do you can let it sit in a sauce dropper and just take the bottom out yeah. or you can just ladle off the top so you just take it off so there's lots of ways you can do it they've sure. not done that because they've got sludgy water in the bottom yeah that's true and that yeah. that one, turns that, it brown it will turn it brown as well some herb oils will just turn brown on their own as well yeah. anyway if like they're just left in a bottle. So if you do that process and get rid of the water, if you vacuum pack it, it's got a long shelf life and you can freeze it as well and it freezes fine. Um, but if you're just putting it, even we wouldn't do it, we, like there's loads there. You would never have it for a month in a bottle. That's mental, disgusting. Even if it's mental. got rid of really all that good. water content. Yeah, even if it's good. Yeah. You just wouldn't. It's gross. It ends up greasy. The top of the bottle is all disgusting. Yeah, it is rank. I've never cleaned it. It bastards. just looks like that's like a like chip fat oil that's been used a thousand times it's just yeah. what it looks like it's so it bad does. but a lot of places do that and now there was a place we, we know of um they used to um get lovage from us because they couldn't order it um and we're, so we'd just get it for them i'd never charge them for it because they'd order one and they'd make it once a month yeah and one bunch of lovage and we'd be we'd do like Eight bunches. You yeah. pretty much use equal quantities of herb to oil. Yeah. But you use loads to get that flavour in there. Yeah, you have to. And I saw it there, and it just looked—it looked the colour of you know green olive oil, and it was just sat on the pass. No, and it was awful, dreadful. I yeah. didn't realise it was. I mean, yeah, it makes sense when you talk it through with the yeah. water content and stuff, but I didn't realise it was be such a. Hazard. Yes, some of the EHO have been on for a few years, but wow. yeah. So this is like this guy's like a new shakalaka, isn't he? He is a he new shakalaka. Send us some more. Tell you what, I'm going to struggle not to say your name every week, mate. But I need if to you give are, him a name like Shakalaka. Yeah, I'm sure if if you start sending more, maybe your name will develop. It'll come out yeah. of the woodwork. But you know who you are, mate. So keep sending us stuff you see in these road kitchens, and uh, we will endeavour to read them out on the podcast. Yes. I uh, got another one here from Lee, who says, "Hi, quick question. This is in reference to last week's top fives. Uh, no, not top fives. Just when we were talking about the Domino's pizzas." Yeah. Says, hi, quick question, if I may, and a genuine question. Would you try or accept a pizza with a proper carbonara topping? So what's no. your last... <laughs> I know Lee. Lee came here for a pasta masterclass. Oh, yeah, nice. he's a nice guy, oh, really cool. keen cook. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so last week we were saying that Domino's released one where, uh, you know, it was a carbonara topping, but really it wasn't a carbonara at all. No. It was like was, a white cheese sauce. There wasn't one ingredient. There was, yeah, there wasn't a single ingredient. But he said, what if it was a proper, not even maybe with pasta or not, but a proper carbonara sauce on so top of a pizza The base. reason I said no so quickly is just because you can't, mm. because the sauce is two ingredients, essentially, yeah. apart from your pepper and water. It's cheese and egg. You mix yeah. that together, spread that on a pizza. Yeah, you're going to have scrambled egg yeah, cheese. Gonna it's going to be solid scrambled egg cheese. It's not going to be a sauce. Yeah, it would so just soak into the bread if, and... Well, it would just be like grainy. Yeah, yeah, no. Imagine like just putting egg yolks on top of a pizza. Yeah. (laughs) What would happen to that? Yeah, It would just be, it would cook, obviously, wouldn't it? And it wouldn't be nice. So cheese with that as well, it's it's not going to be. The only reason it works as a sauce is because you don't take it past Mm. like 85, 87 degrees. So you're not fully setting the yolk. Of course. So yeah, it just wouldn't work. Yeah, I forgot about that because obviously it's the the heat from the pasta as well that cooks the so you couldn't use the bread for that no fucking stupid no no dreadful suggestion lee (laughs) sorry lee suggestion (laughs) sorry lee good question good question but dreadful uh okay right let's go uh oh before we go to top fives by the way i went to uh more earlier yeah and uh it was just it it was almost ironic because like you you know i was talking about pure well you were doing yours in a minute Mm. no fuckery foods a croissant was on mine (laughs) 
I, yeah. had, I had like a hazelnut chocolate croissant. It was fucking amazing. I was like, what was that about? Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. And yeah, I was but like, I, yeah, no, this I is... know what you mean, but I get your point from it. And there is still, there's, there's still something about certain people are allowed to fuck about with stuff. Yeah. Heston Camp. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're incredible bakers and David's great. So, mm. yeah. And it's not, he's not gone off on the piss oh, no, somewhere, has he? Although, so, you know, the famous cruffin that they do. Yeah. Um, and it was actually, I was slightly annoyed because I went in there early doors mm. and the cruffins hadn't come out yet. Yeah. And they were put, putting them on as I was leaving and I had to stop and ask, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Because this would have been right up my street. And this is something we've brought up on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Their cruffin was cereal milk oh, flavor, okay. with crunchy nut cornflakes. I was like, that is That's a bit naughty. I was, like, I was full from my big hazelnut <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Otherwise, I would have definitely have had that. But I thought that is a that is fuckery I want to fuck around with. Yeah. Is that a cereal yeah. milk style cruffin? Oh, yeah. But man. you know that's going to work. You just do. Not being flash for. Any other reason and it tasting great. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. We'll allow that. <laughs> and, it's, and the shiny, crunchy nut cornflakes on the top. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bit of me, though. Have to go back for that. Uh, well, let's get into your top fives then. So last week we did my top fives, no, f- no fuckery, and we thought we want to do this again. We want to see what you can come up with. And yeah. before we started, you said actually you came up with more than you thought. Yeah, and there was a lot, and a lot that probably would or wouldn't, and I didn't write them all down because it would have been there for ages. Mm-hmm. So this is my top five as not including yours from last week. Okay. Um, there is one kind of special mention because I was a bit like, is it or isn't it? And I think I think I can put up a good enough argument that it should be. Okay, go ahead. So that's to. risotto. Ooh. Now there's a lot you can do with a yeah, risotto. I was say, yeah. But the foundations should fucking stay the same. <laughs> yeah. You should never be yeah, like yeah, okay. putting it in a ring, and then setting it up and sitting something on top of it. No. That's not a risotto. No. Because um, the perfect consistency of a risotto wouldn't be able to. S- yeah, just hold its own weight. And if you move the plate, it should slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, you know, whether it's a classic um, Milanese one, or whether it's a mushroom one or asparagus, there's a lot you can do with it, mm. but it's about keeping it to that yep. and not fucking about with it and not trying to make it into something technical. Yeah, risotto really is good. something pure and beautiful with a lot of um, scope inside that. I think your mushroom risotto on your cooking masterclass is the one I've done the most yeah. on there. I mean, mushroom is a, just a banger risotto yeah. if you get it right. It's yeah, one absolutely. of the best. And then, yeah, white wine and your cheese mm. and the thyme and aromats and stuff. It's just fucking wonderful. Yeah. And it's quite a humble looking thing, but when done well, I've had a few people come around. Actually, weirdly, I cooked it for someone a couple of years ago and I saw them the other day and they brought it up and it's still the best risotto I've ever had. Uh-huh. I almost nice. forgot that I made that nice. a couple of years ago and I was like, there you go. And that was yours. Yeah. And it's benchmark. Like, it's about what yeah. it's about is achieving that right flavor texture viscosity that's that and that's what it is and then you can use that and yeah. just put other stuff in it yeah and you've, that's what a risotto is yeah nice that's a really yeah. good one really good yeah love that so number five again some of these could be higher um but number five is fish and chips <laughs> oh so the fish and chips should just be good fish crispy batter good chips yeah and then the things that come with it like one thing I hate is like I've done like crushed garden peas. <laughs> Fuck off. Just get some marrow fats, yeah. soak them, get some bicarbonate and cook them so they're creamy and beautiful. Yeah. Don't put food colour in them. Yeah, yeah. They'll, oh, they'll yeah. be an off off green colour, like an army khaki green. That's fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Don't make them neon. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks dreadful. But when some when a chef gets like garden peas and they just cook them and make a fancy mint 
I don't want mint with my fish. No, I don't. Mint and pea puree, or they're just crushed. It's like you've got the skins in there. It's not yeah, yeah, right. right. Yeah. That, or they do a really you fine s- garden pea puree, which is lovely with some things, but mm. not with fish and chips. No, I agree. The texture is complete. It's got to be marifat. Are you actually saying mushy peas are a no fuckery food? Essentially. In a way. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but, but I mean, but right, with their fish and chips. People I mean, do fuck about with fish and chips sometimes. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a. Mushy con- peas, yeah, you're right. That I'm going to throw a controversial statement out there. Why would you ever? I don't even know whether I believe what I'm saying. <laughs> why would you ever choose to bread a fish and not batter a fish? Uh, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, it's nice for like goujons. Yeah. Um, but is there ever a place where you're like, ah, oh, if you have the option, yeah, and it's a good batter, surely it's always better than breaded. I think, I think you're just right. Get, I'd happily. Would I? Would I ever? Mi- would I miss never having a breaded piece of fish again? The answer is definitely no. Would I miss having a battered fish again? Definitely. Yeah. I, I think you're choosing that. it 99 times yeah. out of 100. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I'll give it 1%. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that makes no. it a no fuckery food. Straight away that yeah. as well. That plus your mushy peas plus good chips. I mean, that is yeah, a definitely. solid. Or, you know, just, just fucking about with a fish and trying to do something too different with it or the chips. Just They've just got to be good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Some lemon, tartar sauce. Just got to be chunky and good quality tart sauce. But I'll, yeah, you're right. I, I was more focused on the mushy pea yeah, part. Yeah, mushy peas, yeah. But I don't, I don't really want that with much else. So in my meat book, I did mushy pea recipe with faggots because that works. Oh, yes, um, I fucking love faggots. Again, yeah, it's just that, like, with certain dishes, a beautiful garden pea puree is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. Yep. But it's too sweet for fish and chips. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, I've done my garden pea with mint and fork off. <laughs> No, I do. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Don't mess. Any curry sauce you're going? Sometimes. Yeah. But for me, it's an ultimate fish and chips. It's good crispy batter, good quality fish. Agree. Good chips. Mushy peas and a chunky tart sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't like the packet ones. They're too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's it. That's all it needs. Don't piss about. No fuckery. That's perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely with you on that one. That is a very good number five. Yeah. Nice. Uh, number four, chocolate brownie. Ooh. Like I still maintain mine's the best I've ever tasted. <laughs> if you do say so yourself. If I do say yeah. so, I'm happy to say that. Nice. Yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> um, but there's nothing else in it. I don't like it when it's made with cocoa powder, not chocolate. Mm-hmm. It becomes a bit too cakey. I don't put flour in mine. Um, so you see you see vegan... Uh, vegan? No, gluten-free brownie a lot. Yeah, I mean, and mine is. Yeah, but, I was going to say. But more about the quality part yeah, yeah. of it rather than yeah, yeah. it just happens to be it was never aimed to be mm-hmm. um the texture is amazing like really cold room temperature or warm it's fucking stunning yeah. but it's like when people are adding loads of nuts or they're adding white chocolate or they're adding swirls on top and they're putting all this other stuff in when a beautiful brownie when it's yeah. not cakey and it's that fudgy yeah doesn't need loads of other shit going on no you're right and some people do like a raspberry jammy thing, a business on it, or yeah, was peanut buttery ones and stuff. Yeah. And it's all just slightly masks what should be a really good... We're in the sort of the vanilla ice cream territory here. Exactly, It's like yeah. a similar thing of like the, the thing by itself, should it stands up alone. And when it's as good as like that one that I do... <laughs> <laughs> um, do you ever have it on the menu here? Or? No. No. no we, we've we've had way, it I mean, obviously. in some way like where we make it the same, dice it really small. Yeah. It might form part of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah chocolate dessert as mm-hmm. textural sort of thing yeah um but yeah i think sometimes because 
there's some brownies there's some companies and they're quite big names around here and people like rave about them yeah they're disgusting nah. really cakey hard dry 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 is the biggest one overcooked yeah yeah and like always overcooked you want but people are wild by the, the Instagram or the visuals because it's got all fucking um, yeah. things coming off it and things inside it fireworks because yeah. they're trying to mask a bad product yeah. is what they're doing so true shit to it yeah. really hide good. a multitude of sins yeah really so, good one Really good one, the brownie. brownie. I love that. Okay, number three. Uh, Omelette. Omelette. Yeah. I, I, so when you're saying no fuckery, you mean like no, no ham, no cheese, no fucking anything, just eggs. Yeah. Just eggs. Great. It's beautiful as yeah, it is. it really is. I hate when you go to like a big hotel and they have an omelette station. They stink. <laughs> yeah. They fucking stink of crispy <laughs> egg. And the same person, it was the same, same in um, in uh, Morocco, that omelette station, had two women cooking, and people are like, there's like a buffet of shit you can have thrown in it. <laughs> it becomes a garbage bin. It like, does. And yeah, you're right. It looks this, like leftovers, that, doesn't that. it? And you're making a really shit frittata, mm. is what you're making. Yeah, true. You know, it's always overcooked. A beautiful frittata. Like, I did one in the book like with spaghetti in it and everything, and it's amazing because mm. it's done properly, but they're just getting this omelette that's all scorched and loads of random shit in it. But for me... I love it as a snack. Just three eggs in a pan, yeah. salt, pepper, butter. Yeah. Make it, fold it, eat it. I barely get to sit down before it's gone. Yeah. And that's just a lovely It's snack. so nice. Yeah. And obviously, I'd probably like it with cheese and that'd still be pure if I like cheese. Yeah. Or uh, loads of uh, truffle and chives. And yeah. <laughs> I know what, that was when I wrote this. I was like, yeah, we spoke last week <laughs> about last that. Last week, yeah. But you know, like again, it's still pure if you put fine herbs in it and yeah. stuff it is and... Yeah, the caviar and truffle. I know it's a bit no, a, sure, a bit bougie, but again, the omelette was still pure and beautiful. I'm not adding loads of shit and cooking again, the bollocks out of it. And that speaks really well to like it's something that can never not not just never be improved upon, but like it's not. It's like don't break something that's not. Yeah, don't fix something that's not broken. It's yeah, like, it's just so simple, so perfect as it is. Exactly, it doesn't need to be tweaked or changed. Or and there's not many savoury things that aren't improved by. Yeah, that's either true. caviar or <laughs> truffle. Yeah, yeah that's so true. it's not like you're doing something crazy. No, it's, like it's an addition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's a with mm-hmm. kind of thing. Lovely, good one. Really uh, good. Hot list. This Intr- intrigued to see what two and one are. Number two, um, chicken liver parfait. Oh wow! Or like a nice, or a smooth pate. Yeah. Again, I'm not talking like your country pate type thing, but a parfait. Mm-hmm. It's it shouldn't be fucked about with. It's like a really good quality reduction with aromats in of good alcohols. Your livers, um, foie gras. If you're having it, you don't have to have it, but you know, mm-hmm. it tastes incredible. Eggs and butter, or sometimes cream. The recipe can differ. Mine is eggs, butter, livers, and the reduction. No cream in it, um, but it should just be that with a good chutney and mm. with some good bread, yeah. whether it's brioche or a, even like a crisp bread or something. What in your mind are the most common ways people are fucking around with it? Um, trying to do too much with it. Like um, this one does work. Tom Kerridge, one of their signature dishes, they do it and they're making the Paco beaker and they blend it in the Paco. Yeah. Um, big quenelle of it. But you, what you've got is beautiful... Um, 
chicken liver parfait still with a proper garnish and yeah. stuff i think people trying to put too much in it mm-hmm. trying to fuck about with the reduction um not understanding how to cook it properly yeah, yeah, yeah. um it's it's that it's little it's, yeah, things it's, it's tricky it's of everything you've said so far it's a tricky thing to do anyway yeah, it's a hard thing to do it's not it. a common home cook thing to do is it no not yeah. a, not not a parfait mm, not a parfait no. and pate still a little bit again but there's a bit more leeway with a pate yeah i know that it's more rustic kind of anyway crossover, isn't it and it's but, coarser exactly but yeah just a good quality you know parfait it's just one Unbeatable. of my favorite yeah, things to eat so nice yeah so if you're adding things to it and you're ruining the texture mm. is you know you're fucking about leave yeah, it alone. yeah lovely yeah i love a parfait it's oh. it is hard to beat as well isn't it in its purest form and again just good, in the right hands good quality ingredients that, exactly. could, that in 200 years time that'll still be just as good and yeah. just as relevant and know? i think it's more about with that people serving it with something weird Mm-hmm. you can't you know I've gone back I think I've mentioned it on the pod the best I've ever had was at Shea Bruce and yeah, it was a beautiful did, yeah. parfait beautiful chutney and incredible brioche it's like I'm in heaven yeah, that, is, that all, is simple that is it perfect yeah. it is perfection that was nice oh mate yeah. I'm fucking hungry listening <laughs> to this right what's number one what number one doing? is a Caesar salad oh your favourite this was uh, biggest this was number one for your star food if I remember correctly oh was it I had was it, it tonight as well was it um <laughs> no, it tastes like lemon chicken. <laughs> um, oh, Caesar salad. Because yeah. this gets fucked about with. This so is a good much. one. It and does get fucked around with. And people add shit that shouldn't be added. Yeah, yeah, and I need to add a caveat to this before someone tries to catch me out. So in the <laughs> pasta book, mm. there's a dish that is an amalgamation of one of yours and one of mine. So the carbonara and the Caesar salad. Yeah. And I made a point and wrote in the description. It's called Caesar Maloradus. Yeah. Um, and I made a point of writing in the description that it's two of my favorite and two of the most bastardized dishes in the world yeah um so that's why i've put them together so it's only the process of carbonara with the sort of flavorings of a caesar salad and it is nice yeah i did it in italy you're not claiming it to be a caesar salad exactly yeah it doesn't matter well i think i needed to cover that before someone went well what about your favorite caesar pasta pasta?" Yeah, yeah um i've had this so many times so badly and i don't know if i've ever told you i remember years ago i was in my early 20s and i went to it was just like a little pub in leamington and i didn't expect much but i didn't fucking expect this mm, i just ordered a caesar salad and it come and it was phyllo basket right so they've got two pieces of phyllo put them in two ladles and deep fried it so it gets this like basket yeah why the fuck have the they done that huge honestly i could have wore it like a top hat <laughs> what the fuck you've just yeah. absolutely thrown me though i'm like what the fuck Why? so that became not the vessel the, bowl. the bucket i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna go with bucket was it hot no, no it'd been no. done okay. years ago badly <laughs> and it was still full of the grease there's oh, grease trapped no. in the layers of the phyllo so because oh, like, i did try a little bit and it was like an explosion of grease oh, dreadful um and then inside it was all I could describe was just a bad chicken salad. So it was some chicken that looked like it had been boiled. Yeah. There was a shop-bought Caesar dressing, oh, which, you no. know, they're really sweet and tart. Yeah, often and too, they, often really thin and like... Yeah, thin. Yeah, that, the little, bottles you shake up and they're like really thin. And it's yeah, like it drizzled. doesn't have that mayonnaise texture no, or viscosity. No. It's that, you know, syrupy almost. Yeah. Um, peppers, green and red. Tomatoes, cucumber. <laughs> and there was some cheddar on top. Fuck. Yeah. What the fuck is that cheddar on top? Fuming. That is horrendous. Yeah, there was some version of lettuce in there. There was 
Um, oh, I mate. don't think there was even Boccaronis, let alone fucking anchovies. Like, that's a, that's a particularly bad one. That was the worst. There are still I can't even. Think, most most of the places I go, it's bad. It's yeah, very they, rare they to get put, good Caesar salad. Sometimes at eggs. Where do you stand on eggs? Sometimes I don't, I don't mind. I know that there. is quite. Just, I don't mind. I don't personally, but I yeah, don't mind that. Fine. Um, and again, whole, whole anchovies on there as well as in the sauce. Yeah, yeah just, just fucking spread those out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're wanting that salty hit. Those yeah, big, nice. beautiful salty ones. You've yeah. got to be in the dressing. Yeah. And it's got to be a few in there. And again, there's an assumption that it always has chicken. It shouldn't. Mm. It should be. If you're having it, like it's fine. I like chicken with it. Mm. But that's called a chicken Caesar salad. That's yeah. not a, a Caesar salad is not. Yeah, yeah. At all. Sure. Do you uh, do you want another meat with it or something? Um, or I'm having like some crispy pancetta. I'm having yeah, really lovely. good quality lettuce kept yeah. whole, yeah. not shredded up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. as soon as you shred it or mix it, it just goes. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good quality dressing. Um, some parmesan, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, and you're okay with that parmesan? Yeah, on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's great. Mm, Melt lovely. it. I don't want to torture, but <laughs> gratinate it. We're falling out. But, but yeah, yeah. It just it needs it, yeah. and I'm fine with a, a good amount. I prefer it shaved or peeled as yeah, opposed to grated. That. And it looks great, doesn't it? When yeah, it's that, that peel, that those ribbons. They're like shards. It of cheese yeah it just looks dramatic but it's great texture because mm. you, you get that almost chalkiness to it when you bite it. it's yeah. really satisfying uh finishes. and it's you know like what i do is not 100 percent to the original so mm. the original if no one knows it was created in mexico by an italian chef ah, and it was made table side yeah. And they make the dressing in a big bowl. Like, so they get the yolks in there, they get all the ingredients in there, and it's quite a beautiful sort wow. of yeah, beer theatre. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's sort of a Mexican dish, but it's an Italian mm. chef with obviously Italian ingredients. Um, but it's it's close to, but it's respected and it's beautiful. But I just wish people would leave it alone. It's the yeah. best salad in the world. It's so good. Yeah. And people to be honest, fuck around with it. I think you've hit the nail on the head because I love a Caesar salad, but I just naturally and I've probably not even thought about it until now but I naturally just avoid it on menus because I just yeah. assume it'll be no, it's, it's just be sloppy it, it feels like a gamble yes in a lot of places it feels like I'm rolling the dice here it is and I You're could right. be pleasantly surprised or I could be pissed off as yeah. fuck and after two mouthfuls go oh no yeah this is a shame yeah it just comes <laughs> in front of you and like I knew it why did I order it yeah exactly I'm angry at myself now <laughs> yeah. not them myself it's so true it's spot on that is uh, it is because if I do it at home um, say like if me and Marie have it mm. I'll like roast some chicken and that'll be on the side yeah. it's not going to be in there yeah of course yeah. and then we've got some beautiful leads some beautiful crispy bacon some anchovies oh, dressing mate. croutons yeah. see you later just, lovely that is just it's just a beautiful thing it's so mm. simple but it's just like it is oh Mate, you've that you've smashed that list. That yeah. is incredible. Because when I think when when you said it to me last week, I was like, God, you've done all the ones I've done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I've not passionately got into this. <laughs> you really have. They're really good. I love yeah. it. So give us that rundown again. Yeah. So we mentioned risotto. Oh. Number five, fish and chips. Mainly the the mush piece. Yeah. Uh, chocolate brownie, omelette, chicken liver parfait, and then Caesar salad. Caesar salad. Great list. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah. And you've got one for me next week. Yeah, so I thought around, um, so top five of foods you haven't tasted and really want to. There could be an exotic, unusual, or something that you're like, I've never actually tried that, but yeah. I really want to. Great. Love that. It yeah. could even be a dish, potentially. Like could be a dish. that I've not had before. Yeah, it could be English, something we know and common. Great. Yeah. Love that. I yeah. will get my teeth stuck into that for cool. next week.
I think that's about it from us. If yeah. you've got any questions or correspondence, any cowboy stories from the kitchens, you can rem- remain anonymous like this gentleman did earlier. Please do send them to us at the nightcap underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Dead, dead simple to do. Please, please go and do it. It's really important to us. You can do it as you as we wrap up this episode. Otherwise, we will see you next week. See you later. Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We are-